Hey, Eugene. Hey, how's it going? Going great. How are you doing on this Friday afternoon? Oof, already Friday. I don't know. A tough week? Yeah, I had one of, uh, like, my best friend, uh, like, co-worker quit. So that was kind of sad. He was, like, oh. one of the best engineers we had. Better than you? But, yeah, by quite a bit. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. So, mm -hmm. listen, I've been thinking about this this thing uh, actually for, for quite a while, and um, I'm wondering what do you think about kind of leadership, but in a sense that how it evolves. Because when we start businesses, we're typically so passionate about our business and um, and what we're doing that we tend to be better leaders. But then as the company grows, kind of and kind of more middle managers come come about it changes it kind of evolves and not necessarily in a good in a good way yeah i also i guess deal with that quite a bit because being on the engineering team at a company we build the like the product so a lot of times we're interacting with uh, like the product team and that team is tasked with interviewing people, figuring out what we need to build, the specifications, and then sort of the communication and like that whole pipeline. So a lot of times it's very interesting to me, these people that they go out into the, the marketplace or the world and try to figure out what's going to be important in the future. And then how do we build something today and release it as quick as possible and kind of upgrade it and maintain it in a way that's future-proof. And I think the product organization at a big company is similar to like a CEO at a smaller company where they need to figure out what needs to be done, sort of coordinate how it's going to be done, and then you know probably also go and sell it and manage all the people. But I think the the core job is figuring out what needs to be built and then, you know, selling it. And management in the, like, the supervisor sort of way, I've always found it like interesting in a way, but also very different from leadership in that a manager has to deal with people and sort of their like day-to-day -day problems, but yeah. they don't, they don't really need to be, leaders they don't have to like develop new ideas or you know put their reputation on the line to you know promote some person or do do anything they're just these people managers and in a bigger company as the company grows like you were saying you do end up needing people managers and i i feel like a lot of times people sort of put those together and they expect a ceo to be a really good people manager or a really good people manager to be trusted with like making decisions based on like their experience on nothing or no knowledge about a product. And, and that also sort of maybe touches on like the whole MBA culture of, well, you know, if you have an MBA, you can be a manager, but also a leader. And I feel like there are academic sort of definitions and distinctions between 
someone that's really good at managing people and motivating them to work and kind of like getting the job done as opposed to really figuring it out like what the culture at the company should be really on like a broader level and what the product direction should be I mean, it certainly makes sense, but the, and, and then um, I don't know if I have an answer for that in a sense that I don't know if there is a solution that's a, that's perfect. That's like the right thing to do, because think if you think about it, when the company grows, there is a need to manage people to make sure they come in on time. They, um, you know, actually make believe that they actually doing something <laughs> or whatever. I'm just kidding. Um, that actually do the work and, um, get the projects done. But then at the same time that, um, that position becomes sort of like a buffer, but I don't know if that buffer really solves anything because at least my experience, my knowledge about companies that do that typically is, you know, this, the bigger manager is basically telling the middle manager, oh, you know, you have to get X stuff completed um, by X time. And that middle manager feels pressured. So he pressures his employees instead of actually creating um, or feeling, or I guess having an attitude of I'm a part of something big and or whatever, um, whatever they feel. And I'm, I'm a part of something and it should grow. And I know the vision of the company and I'm a part of it and kind of, and I need to motivate my employees to actually enjoy working here so that I could also enjoy working here and that kind of stuff, but also get the stuff done. So I feel like there's this kind of not mismatch, but more like, um, cash 22, <laughs> Right. A little bit. And a little bit. Again, it, it it is a hard problem for like organizational sort of reasons where some person has an idea and another person maybe can do it and another person can coordinate what needs to be done. Another person needs to sell it. And at a small company, that could all be one person. And I think that's like a separate discussion. But when you're doing these different roles, I think it would be beneficial to sort of like put on your manager hat or put on your, you know, product direction person hat and treat them as different jobs with like different skill sets and different responsibilities. But at a company with people and managers and, you know, the the regular office politics, I think so much of it, like the frustration that I see is this always positive mentality where you have to act your position. <laughs> and like, I find that very frustrating. And, but that's also how the people at those levels communicate with each other. You have to like talk in this code to be accepted into this group. And then if they like you and they believe you, then you become management or leadership. And I think that it's sort of pitched as like career growth. So you can start at the bottom and then you can work your way up to the CEO. And like maybe that is appealing for some people, but I think at least for me, if I like were to 
map that out and what that means in reality, I don't like. I I don't think I can do that. I don't think I want to, and it wouldn't be in my skill set to to do that. Well, okay, so we're crossing over into a, a slightly different topic, but actually it's sort of related anyway. But I want to I want to kind of take you back um, a notch and basically just understand and actually describe maybe a an ideal manager but also an ideal leader of the company. So, I mean, manager and leader are sort of used inter- interchangeably, but um, they mean completely different things. And you can have a situation where the company CEO, if it's a big company especially, um, is a, a leader and every manager under uh, him or her is also a leader. And But I just feel like it's it's kind of rare. And I'm wondering if, I mean, I personally have never worked for really a, a true leader. Um, but maybe you have, maybe you have that, this experience. And, and if you don't describe something, describe the ideal manager or whatever, like what would he or she be doing and how would they be, um, making sure that everything gets done while, you know, building the company, the company culture or the team culture or, or both, um, and kind of actually developing the, and growing the business. So the way that I would ideally phrase it or organize it wouldn't be in the traditional I start a company I have an idea I tell you what to do that that seems kind of micromanagey and I don't think that like a manager can micromanage efficiency out of a person or at least I haven't seen it and the way that I like working and that's sort of popular with this whole like tech thing but I see it kind of grow in other places where the job of leadership, whoever those leaders are, you can, you can be a regular employee and also do leader type work where you have an idea and you, you know, you sell it, you pitch it and that idea gets approved or funded or, you know, greenlit, whatever the terminology is. So now your job as a leader is to relay your idea and passion and understanding to the people that will be doing that work. So I think a leader needs to be a good communicator. They need to be a a motivator, but they also need to trust the people that they rely on to do the job. So I don't like, I wouldn't feel good if my manager comes to me and says, you need to do these things, don't really worry about why or how, but we'll write you these tickets and you just do it. And a lot of companies work that way and it's it's fine. That's like the, the traditional sort of way of doing stuff. But I found it much more effective, but also like long-term fulfilling where you're working with a person who can relay what they want done and they trust you to like understand and then you take responsibility for that vision and then you know they're a leader and they sort of pass that baton to you and now now you're in charge you get to also own that vision you know it's interesting you start, that you started talking about this because um 
Um, I think it was Steve Jobs who said, you know, why would we hire talented people and tell them what to do? We should hire talented people so that they could tell us what to do. <laughs> right. And that's a that's an okay quote. But it, it is, in reality, much harder to like implement. And Steve Jobs was also very micromanaging. He didn't care about stuff and then he left those people alone. But then if he found himself really caring about something, he'll, you know, come to your house every day. And that's true, like in my world, like I test software and oftentimes a lot of people don't really care about how things get tested as long as they are. So I get to take on quite a bit of autonomy and power in how I test stuff. And if I want to test something a certain way, it's pretty easy to get everyone on board. No one cares. I'm treated as like the subject matter expert. And yeah, like, you know, you sold your idea, you did it, we're good. And in situations where I get to do that and those decisions that I make are empowered and, you know, there's like follow through with that, it's very satisfying to have come up with an idea from a need that someone else like presented. Hey, we want to build this thing. It needs to be tested. Why don't you present a way to test it? I do that. And then I get to do it. And it's no longer me following instructions. It's no longer me being micromanaged. It almost feels like teamwork. This person needs a thing. I propose a solution and we work together as a team and no one's in charge that the team delivers the product. And that's it. Like it, it doesn't always work because not everyone's on board. Some people have like control issues or trust issues or, you know, some people just don't like working this way. They want to be told what to do and they don't want to like take that responsibility. But I, what about, what about you? I really like when, like the responsibility lies not with individuals, but with the team. And then every team member is expected to be an owner, be a leader in their own way. And that like the job of the CEO or the, you know, VP or whatever, their job isn't to tell us what to do. It's to share their vision, to share their, uh, like product and to make us understand what they want and make us believe it. So then what they want becomes what we want. And that's not an easy thing to do. No, it's not. Um, so just getting back to uh, f- just for a moment, because I do want to take a couple of notes, which is what I've been doing. Um, so if you heard clicking, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> um, I You said that a good leader should be a good communicator, good motivator. What else? They Like they have to trust. And okay. trust is sort of hard because like, what does that really mean? Like you're a person, you come to work, you get paid. If you weren't getting paid, would you come there? And like communication so often sort of devolves into just saying things for no reason. Like so many of the meetings I'm in, (laughs) like someone's talking about the thing that I'm working on and I understood none of it because they're just talking in these abstract sort of like synergy and just random business speak. I don't know who they're talking to. 
like and and they're like signaling to other people look i'm like this person i'm at this level look at these words that i'm repeating from you know whatever harvard review uh, article i read last week and it's fine like i i also read that same stuff but i don't go around repeating that like you got to got to do the work and these generalities that get talked about and like everyone should be involved and everyone should be equal and everyone should know what everything costs. And I hear that all the time, but then that never gets like implemented. So I think there's a huge divide between what leadership says and then what leadership actually does, because it's hard convincing people of like your dream. And you should, you could say easily that, you know, I want everyone at the company to be behind me and, you know, to be a part of this family or whatever verbiage they use. But then they invite five people to a meeting and then those people are told not to tell anyone below them. And it's like, okay. like That's weird. So like half the time there's a press release and we're like, hey, boss, there's a press release about this thing that we're supposedly doing. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's due next week. Like, yeah, we've been planning it for months. There's no requirements. Like, come on, guys! Like, what what happened to the what happened to the speech? You had the speech. We believed you. You just you just needed to like when you had that when you had that meeting, just like have someone there allowed to report that down. But no, you know, like that would be negative. That would be like an engineer would say, you know, we can't do this in a week, and that would be considered bad because. You're not being positive. <laughs> and I might sound a little bitter, but I'm not even mad about it. Like it is how so many of these corporations and businesses in general are run. And I think it's a very hard job. Like sure, CEO pay is crazy, but it is a very hard, stressful job that I don't think a lot of people can do well. I agree. It's, it's not, it's, um, it is a stressful job and unfortunately nothing can really prepare you for it, but I guess, um, I think, and I don't know, this is like, it's, it's my own opinion. I think that it all comes down to that person's readiness or willingness or both to do, to, to not be afraid to, to get into the trenches, so to speak, meaning um, to not just say, oh, you know what, I know how to do this, but actually have a system, have some sort of a discipline of, um, let's say, either creating the vision or then sharing the vision or repeating the vision so that everybody in the company understand what's the, what, where the company's going and what they're working for. And, and that takes not only, oh, I'm a leader, I'm going to, you know, we're going to do this, but also having systems in place. So, you know what, every first week of the month, I'm going to do X, I'm going to talk to these people or this, these, you know, this bunch of like, um, employees or these groups of employees, I'm going to talk and listen and whatever. I think it comes from that willingness because we're all so busy with these meetings. And I know, because we have a friend who, you know, works at a large bank or worked at a large bank and most of his day was meetings. <laughs> um, so it's, it's totally, I feel like 
a CEO can do their job well, and those who do it well are not afraid to challenge convention, conventional wisdom, are not afraid to make sure that the company, company's employees understand where the company's going, understand his or her vision, and um, and just can can either relate to that or or support that with with what they do every day. And I mean, putting aside that their vision might be wrong or this whole, like, you have to, you know, tough it out and eventually your thing will succeed. Like, putting success and, like, the correctness of a decision at a given time aside, it's always a little awkward where someone asks for your feedback and you you either tell them the truth, and the truth can sometimes be seen as negative or like not what they wanted to hear and then you're encouraged to you know not do that or you're trained to give these positive answers and then at some point the the person who's asking the questions doesn't get the truth and they're sort of caught off guard where oh i thought everything was going well why can't we do this? And we're like, well, first of all, the people that told you, you either fired or they quit out of frustration. And then the rest of the people told you what you told them to tell them. So, and like, whose problem is that? It's, it's the leader's problem. And like, there's no easy, there's no easy solution. It's, it's a, it's a tough thing. And not everyone's, you know, good at their job yeah absolutely not i know there's this book um i read a couple of months ago um it's called traction uh by uh, gino wickman and in the book um he actually interestingly enough it just made me think about it as we as we were talking about leadership i mean the book basically gives you an operational manual of a business you know how you should have a vision, how you're supposed to communicate that vision, how often, um, and other things, not just the vision, but like there are other things and how can you assess the company's health and, and everybody knows what they're doing and so on and so forth. And it, what made me think about, about this book is what you said, basically that, you know, th- there is a vision coming from the top, but then nothing happens to it. <laughs> and interestingly enough, um, the, you know, it should happen. And if only there was some sort of a system of how that vision is communicated, how every procedure, a new procedure that's developed, a new process that's developed within the company um, gets communicated. I think that would probably solve like half, at least half of the issues with managers. And like, I guess I kept saying how like not everyone can be good at their job. And that's not even really necessary i think i think there's like a human element that people sort of forget and with big corporations they're you know contractually profit driven or you know sharehold driven or whatever but like i i miss or want or like long for some sort of like real person to come in and like be convincing and they don't have to be the best. They just have to be like honest. They 
they shouldn't be playing a character that they're not. And that might be like a greater life sort of problem for a lot of people where they don't know who they are. So when they act, they're just trying on these different roles and they don't do a good job convincing themselves or other people that they're actually like this. And I feel that all the time. I have this like imposter syndrome or feeling that I'm not good enough for a certain job because I don't understand like purpose. And it it's like hard to know what you want and to know how to get better if you don't know what that like end goal is. And I think that's where like having a mentor or someone that you trust and respect and you want to be like could be could be useful. And it it mean it's tough getting in a situation where you know where you're going and you're confident and then you have to like communicate that and trust and do all these extra steps but i think the first the first step has to be you need to figure out what you want as a leader and that's sort of covered up by business books and corporate speak yeah sure <laughs> i can totally understand that and relate to that too yeah um i mean Business books aren't bad because here's the thing you can, you know, you may read a bunch of books and um, you collect ideas or strategies rather that you can use. So it's not just like, oh, you take, you know, read this book and like traction is a phenomenal book. I really enjoyed reading it, um, listening to it rather. Um, but, you know, it's, it's not going to work for very small business, meaning, you know, when it's a one, one man show, one woman show, or when it's one person and then a couple of other people, it's not going to work as well. Um, yeah. I don't think at least. And like no one's writing manuals for how to do stuff. Like businesses aren't things you can know ahead of time and reading books and talking to people and listening. These are all skills you need to have and there's no there's no right answer you can make mistakes you could be like ever evolving ever getting better ever adjusting for your situation and that's not bad like i i don't think people should like feel the way that i do it's like oh i couldn't be a ceo that's not true you you will You're be what you need to be but like first of all do you want that and if you do there are things that you can do and it's not reading books. It's sort of adapting to the situation. Yeah, I agree. And and I would even add not just adapting to the situation, but also be willing to be wrong. Of course. Be, be willing to test, to apologize, to um, uh, whatever, to, we to look not weak, but um, vulnerable. Yeah, it's I think it I think you should make mistakes and learn from them and you know, keep going and not just make a mistake, never admit it and just cause confusion with your with yourself with the, with your staff. Not good. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. Um great conversation. Any closing notes on leaders or managers? Is there a job. difference by the way? Yeah, I mean Leaders need to, you know, figure out what to do, sort of take responsibility. Managers can just be people managers. They need to figure out like relationships and 
like that sort of stuff. But they could be the same person. Everyone, I think, can be a leader. Not everyone will be given the manager responsibility. But I think that any anyone can take on like leadership responsibilities, where a manager is more of a like a role, like a yeah, sure, like a, like title. a title, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where 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 leadership is more of like a role. It's an activity that you can lead. Where a manager is sort of like given, maybe. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great conversation. Thank you so much. Yeah, see you next week. See ya.